This is episode 464 for May 2017, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and that opening song is, of course, the theme song from the 1960s Spider-Man cartoon, but it's a countrified version of it, and it's being performed by a group called Jug or Not. You can hear the full song. Log on to our front page uh, at SpiderManCrawlSpace.com. Click on the message board. And at the top of every forum, you can see this episode number and discuss it. And the very first post has the clip in it that I used for the episode. Also, I'd like your support of this podcast. If you enjoy it, if you go to our website and enjoy that too, uh, I'd appreciate your support by logging onto the front page and looking on the right-hand side of SpidermanCrawlSpace.com for a button that says Support This Site via PayPal. And you can drop a few dollars in the PayPal pot and help us cover the expensive bandwidth costs and also website hosting that it takes to put all these episodes out and all this content out daily. So help us out. I appreciate it. Since uh, the last week since we put out a podcast, we haven't received a single donation. So that was kind of disappointing. But uh, you guys support it. I know you do. And I would appreciate it if you'd do it yet once again. All right, gang. Let's get on with our episode. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our first message board Q&A of 2017. We haven't done it in a few months, so we're tackling it now. Uh, we've been on the line for about four hours. We record these back-to-back, <laughs> and uh, this is our last uh, bit of recording. And So if uh, we sound tired, Brad is giving you the excuse we, right we now. We have gone through a lot. We've got Ashley, Zach, George, and JR on the line. Mike had to go. And Ashley also has to go, so we're going to tackle her questions first. Yeah. Uh, it's 2.50 where I'm at right now, and yeah. my fiance's asleep on the couch, and I'm a bad person because I record in the bedroom, and so he's just <laughs> locked up by himself. Uh, the first one aimed at Ashley uh, is from Cheese Dick from North Hollywood, California. <laughs> Starting with the Cheese Dick. All right. Uh, Ashley, as you oh are... Oh, my God. Really? Well, we're we are. right now. We are. Uh, <laughs> As you are a Black Cat fan, with the recent announcement Sony wants to make a Black Cat Silver Sable movie, who would you like to see cast as Felicia? This is such a tough question. I have thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and thought about it. And I still haven't quite figured out who my ideal mm-hmm. precious Felicia would be. Well, getting um, over the fact that you hope the movie doesn't even happen. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but I can... Uh, you, Dreamcasting is still, you know, uh, perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said it before, Rachel McAdams, I think, would make a fabulous Felicia. She's just about, I think she's um good age for it. She's a really strong actress. I've really liked her previous role. She's really versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really believable, too, as um, that kind of sort of straddling the line between good and evil, self-serving, but not totally a bad guy, you know, just kind of a heart of gold at the core of it all. Right. Um, for me, the biggest thing isn't just someone who, you know, has the look down really well. Uh, it needs to be someone who's really believably athletic and who could, um, yeah. you know, kind of hold them, hold their own as an action star as well, because she's so, I mean, she goes toe to toe with Spider-Man, you know, she's doing all the same kind of, um, you know, not web swinging, but 
she, she had somersaults and backflips and stuff like that over yeah, rooftops. She, she's very yeah. acrobatic, mm-hmm. and so I would need, you know, whatever actress. I'm not sure I ever asked you this before, but what do you think of Anne Hathaway? Because she was the front runner in Spider-Man Four when Raimi she and McGuire. Right she's. I just think she's a little too slender. She was Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Felicia, come on. You know who I? You know who I thought about Ashley. See, if, see how you like this, and I, I, I thought about this mm. when I was watching Portlandia. Um, would be uh, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, ooh yeah, Cora, yeah. right? From yeah, Cora, from- who who I named my TV after. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, Cora from from Tron Legacy. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. You like her? <sighs> yes. Oh my God. Oh Brad, if you don't like to fire you, would you? Oh, I'm looking at her. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. She's married to Jason Sudeikis. Right, right. I Lucky love her. So, no. so what about her? She has my blessing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go, Sony cast it. What about, um, did you like Felicity Jones in the no. Spider-Man 2? How come? No. No. I, I guess it's not completely fair because she mm-hmm. wasn't really written she, into the she role. She didn't do much, yeah. What they did, it was so weak. She it was she, like they were starting, she got Harry Osborne coffee. That was the extent of what she. It did. was like they were giving yeah. her the the Hollyberry Catwoman treatment, where she's all mm. meek and uh, she's all doesn't have any confidence, and she's really you know subservient, and then like becoming a superhero, like becoming Black Cat is where she can unleash like all of her like. I don't know. It's all about the story. It's all about the story. It was exactly like Hollyberry Catwoman. I could see is what they were trying to do with it. I'm just right. nope. Oh, what's the uh, the gal that's from Battlestar Galactica? Uh, seven. What's her name? Okay, six. <clears throat> seven. Um, or is it six? You're right. Six. <laughs> no, 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 no. The 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 Cylon. What's what's her name? Trisha Helfer. Trisha Helfer. Trisha Helfer. She the one that you tried to interview. Yeah, t- denied. It was like I was in high school again. Uh, <laughs> what is she now, like 70? What? No, I don't know no, how she's she, not that old. But she's pretty old, Brad. But she's, the, like, she, she's probably late 30s, early 40s. She, uh, no, she voiced uh, Black Cat in uh, the video games and also on Spectacular Spider-Man. And I, oh, just, I, thought, I thought she'd be a great uh, live-action uh, Black Cat maybe about 10 years ago. Yeah, and with how they keep casting Peter younger and younger, mm, no. What's your thoughts about, do they need to be the same age, or do they, like, ultimate, she was older? Well, if I'm going to ship it, they need to be the same age. Yeah. If if I'm going to ship it. Yeah, well, Olivia Wilde is too old for... Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Anyone Olivia Wilde's way. Well, good good luck with finding a, a girl that can appeal as a sex as, as a sex, you know, like a <laughs> yeah. magnet, or yeah. like a, like a like you know like a Marilyn Monroe, you know, like it's got yeah. a lot of sex appeal. Yeah. Who could Kate also Upton. date a, a Tom Holland boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, luck with all that. Not Black, with Tom you know, Holland. honestly, Black Cat is a better character for an older Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. You know, like like a twenty twenty five year old Spider Man is good to have yeah. Black Cat in his life. But anyway, uh, let's see. Ashley's other question is uh, George can write, uh, join in on this one's from Dapperfex. That's Jack. Oh, is it Jack? Oh, that's awesome. He's asleep, mm-hmm. but he's asking a question right now. And his I know. If you, you should wake put, him up. <laughs> if you could put any one Marvel hero besides Spider-Man into the video game Overwatch as a playable hero, who would it be and why? 
Um, I've got two, actually. One, um, I think Wolverine would be a lot of fun to play. And also it adds on to my dream team old. So the more members we get on to team old, the better. I'm happy. Um, I'm really, I also really like playing melee characters. And so while Reinhardt's currently a melee character, he's really slow. So I'd like someone a lot faster. Bring me another. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I think Storm would be a really interesting addition as well. All the weather powers, and can you imagine like her old would just be like a giant bolt of lightning striking down on someone? And be pretty badass, George. What do you Dude, think? Jack. Here's the thing, and Ashley, you can back me up on this. As I kept going and trying to think of Marvel characters that you could fit in there, I kept realizing that they were already in the game, and 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 to some extent or another. And because mm-hmm. the first thing that came to my mind was Deadpool, mm-hmm. but what do they have, Ashley? Who's the Deadpool of Overwatch? You're not going to say soldier, are you? No. Reaper? N- no. <laughs> well, I think Reaper, Re- Reaper could probably it could be like a combo of Reaper or Genji. Genji? Dead yeah. I- I'm not talking about personality-wise. I'm talking okay. about what they actually do in, 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 a, in, an FB, in, in, a, in a combat game against one another. Yeah. Nick I Fury would be I like Punisher. Of- I mean, uh, soldier. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Nightcrawler would be cool in like S Racer, <laughs> same mechanic. Night- Nightcrawler would be great. We have Reaper. Tracer. <laughs> Old teleporters, you know. Uh, Tracer, who we have, uh, I don't know, kind of like quick ability. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man, is it Spider Man's kind of a kind of a Genji character? Mm hmm. I got no idea what anybody's saying right now. <laughs> so, uh, so, no, so, so do okay, know I'm glad I'm not the only, the only one that's not lost. <laughs> now, actually, though, I mean, like, like uh, look at Winston, um, uh, Winston and Reinhardt, and you know some of the other tank characters. You know, you look at I mean, Diva. Diva's got like Diva's like Iron Man. Yeah, uh, Winston, Reinhardt. You got like the Thing and the Hulk. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you, you could easily adapt Overwatch <laughs> to Marvel. That's funny. He's choking on he's choking on the the amount so, of um, <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> J- Jack, aka Dapperfex. Yeah. Thank you for that question, and may you have a good night. night. Have, may have a good night's sleep. Which themes, Jack? And uh, one more question uh, for Ashley is from Zipline. Location: the town of awesomeness. Population: me. Uh, been forever since I've asked a question. Thanks for the opportunity. Because Spider-Man these days makes me optimistic about life overall. It's thanks to comics like Renew Your Vows that I can appreciate the character as he is, and should be written. If you ask me, Marvel is quote making Spider-Man great again. My question to any gamer That's not loaded. <laughs> to the gamers that on the didn't podcast. Trigger some people. To the gamers on the podcast, which is uh, Ashley and George and I play it once every couple months. But well, this is a PlayStation Zach. question, so Okay, there you go. Zach. Does, and Zach and Zach, sorry. And JR, not so much. Does anyone have any idea as to why Marvel is being so tight lipped about their line of new video games, such as Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite? And Spider-Man PS4, it's been many months for both since we've heard anything. Uh, E3. Okay, yeah. E3, E3. I think everything is being is being held for E3. And yeah. um, if if nothing is announced at E3, I'm going to be very surprised. Yeah. What do you think? But I would, Go ahead. I would not be surprised to see at least a, a new trailer deba- debuting at E3, if not a working demo. Mm. What yeah, do you think, um, Ashley? Just- uh, typically, games news just revolves around these events because they 
you know, like E3 is a huge, huge event. You have to buy tickets and stuff to get in, and so it's um a little exclusive. And it's it's the San Diego of of of, of gaming. San, San Diego, Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so just these events are really important for them to get out news, and that's you know these events only happen every few months maybe um i think in the u.s there may be a couple of year there's um there's e3 in june there's pax which i think is a little um maybe in january and then sometimes you get stuff at new york and san diego comic Con. well they do they there. do pax like in four different cities or so they do like four like four or five yeah times. that's right they have pax east and then okay, yeah they have a pax in san antonio now wow Hmm. Um, sometimes you'll see stuff stuff that's uh, that's uh, talked about at like the consumer uh, the consumer electronics fair at the very beginning of the year, but very rarely. It's usually more the independent gamers, but like like Microsoft and Sony both kind of try to keep everything with E3. I mean that's where they that's why they announced the PS4 and the Xbox One respectively, where Sony mm-hmm. literally kicked their ass. Dude, in Microsoft's case. That was um, awesome. So, again, I just I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't want to talk about that at yeah. the biggest gaming event of the year. I'd so June, July, June. I I hope the new PS4 Spider-Man game comes out this year because I'm excited. I, I I want a new Spider-Man game on the new, next generation. Even, even with that crappy costume. Well, there's an explanation for the crappy fine. costume. Is what it, they uh, say. It's not a good one. I haven't heard of it. Yet, but I guess. <laughs> I tell you, it sucks. Aw. He's had so many costumes at this point. What's another? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? Why should the character I'm gonna uh, my favorite character look like himself in a video game? So it's easier to follow when you're playing the game. You know, should, you know what he should look like? He should be like eight to ten feet tall, depending on how, on how angry he is, <laughs> uh, and have green skin and giant muscles. Maybe he can like instead of web sw- swinging, he leaps around mm. like like miles at a time. That would be new. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Was, right now, if we were on cam, Brad would be flipping. <laughs> you know me too well. All right, Ashley, that, that's all your questions. I appreciate you staying up four, four plus I'm hours. I'm sorry I can't stay for more. It's all good. the first one that we've done in so long. But what, 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 what the heck happened? Ra- Ashley, run. Run, Ashley. Run for your life. Get help. <laughs> happy Easter. <laughs> all right. Happy Easter, guys. Bye, Bye. Ashley. Bye. Bye. I was like in the middle of a sentence, and then all of a sudden, it, was, it just died. What died? Oh, you missed my whole uh, my my whole thing, my whole hot take on uh, Spider-Man PlayStation Four. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, yeah. starting from the top of our board with uh, Mr. Starkiller three hundred and sixty location Brazil. What is the best and worst of Dan Slott's work on Amazing after eight years on the title? Jr. What do you think? Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> You know, I was really trying to think of the the best, yeah. and I was having a dickens of a time. I mean, to try to stick with Amazing Spider-Man, because otherwise I'd have to say the Superior mm-hmm. Time and uh, the and uh, the first Renew Your Vows. As far as the worst, uh, there's a lot to pick from, but for me, for me, that appalling Betty Brant. Mm. St- Assault story sticks yeah. out in my mind. Yeah, uh, the one where it says that they've been watching Peter and, Mary, and Betty watch movies that every week for years, and then Aunt May, uh, you know, yeah. then Aunt May screamed at him because he wasn't there for Ben for her after Ben was murdered and he was fifteen years old. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was pretty pretty. Appalling. That was pretty I, egregious. 
I think you know. Jr. Because uh, you brought up, you know, you're hard pressed to find, you know, the best of amazing unless you count Superior. I think counting Superior is okay because you'd have to. To well, find Superior was a was an extension of Amazing. You, so. You'd have to find. You'd have to count uh, Superior to find anything good. Yeah. Yeah. Or or halfway decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, the, and then he, and then it you know it crashed with the Goblin Nation. I mean, mm-hmm. he just uh, yeah. That, uh, that went bad. Well, it crashed uh, with Goblin Nation, and then like because there's been so many times now where we're like, this book can't get worse, and then it just kept no. getting worse. I, I will th- say this: there, there's been there's there a couple of ASM issues that, uh, and both of which come to mind, mm-hmm. and they both involve the Fantastic Four. I think the death of Johnny, the post death mm-hmm. of Johnny during Future Foundation, was a good issue. Um, I also think that the uh, the, the two parter where we kind of got the uh, uh, reveal of of Johnny and and Peter Parker and and the Fantastic Four learning Peter Parker's identity again. Thought that was a good one. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember feeling like uh, I'm starting to actually read the Spider Man. I remember again in those particular issues. Yeah, the um, <clears throat> this current volume I think is the worst. Uh, the Far the, and par- away. the Parker Industries just this this whole I, volume I have just loathed. I I don't like. And, and, yeah. Here's the scary thing, Brad. Remember, because in the previous volume, mm-hmm. three, right, mm-hmm. right, that happened. I guess right after Superior. Yeah, right. That was bad, and we were reading that. And we were like, mm-hmm. "Dude, it can't get worse. It can't get worse than this." No. And then it just kept getting. It, worse. It, it's some, you know, yeah. Seinfeld often talks about you should go out on top, and I think the the peak of Slot's run was Superior. And if he wanted, and even then, that ended on a dud. Yeah, it did. Oh yeah, Goblin Nation was ass. It 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 did. It just kind of piddled out. But it, uh, it, it it, like it, that would have been a good time to leave the stage. But instead, he's going to have to be drug out with low sales and uh, a fancy new writer that wants the job. If there does, is does such any, a thing, does anyone on here right now? Which is only what three, three four. or four? Oh no, well, four, four. four of us. Yeah. Does anyone here right now actually think he's ever going to do anything on the book that is that was better than Superior? No. no Jr. It, it, he, he's got he's got the Mackie problem where he's been on the book for so oh, yeah. long. Yeah, he's been on the book too long. <clears throat> well, well, there's a you know, like we were saying earlier, there, mm-hmm. you never say never when it comes to comics. Uh, yeah. I don't think we thought we would have gotten something like Renew Your Vows, the original Renew Your Vows, so deep into mm-hmm. into all this. So I will say that. Uh, hmm. I won't say that we'll never see one, but boy, I tell you, it's unlikely based on you yeah. know, what's been going on the last few yeah. years. True. Yeah, Zach. I, I, I think that um, I just think I, I don't. I, I'm not optimistic. It's yeah. one of those things that if it does happen, um, it's going to be such a pleasant surprise and such a breath of fresh air that we're thinking, oh, maybe maybe he's got it. Stella got his groove back. You know what I mean? Um, I'm wondering what his last issue would be like. I think what would he do? It's going to be an auto story. Yeah, yeah. At this point, <laughs> that's true. It's going to be an auto story. Gotta, I think auto. Deep down, if I'm being honest, I think auto is really the only character he cares about. And I, mm-hmm. I said this recently. I said, or he gets that he can write well. I said that it, it, it's almost like he's he's associating with Otto more than he is with Peter. And I, I, I said, you know, the other day, like I was watching YouTube. I was watching videos on YouTube, and then. Uh, uh, Radiohead's Creep came up, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, dude, this is what he's doing with Otto and Amazing Spider-Man. 
if you listen to the lyrics of that song and you're taking his relationship with Anna and and trying to get her back and now suddenly what does he have he has a perfect body hmm. now all of a sudden he has this body that's Parker's but it's enhanced with his the features are his he has this perfect mm-hmm. young body and I'm like this is it's it's almost like it's wish fulfillment from that song it's mm-hmm. very weird yeah yeah uh, let's see. Uh, our next t- question is from Jolly Jovial Jonas, location the Justice League Watchtower. Have any of you seen Iron Fist? And if so, what are your thoughts? I've seen. Oh boy. I've seen three episodes, and I'm not inclined. I'm, I'll, I'll finish it, but I'm, it's not like Daredevil where I gotta go finish that up. It's very. It's more of a chore for me, actually. Yeah. What about you guys? Zach, have you watched it? I have not watched uh, Iron Fist. JR, have you I, watched it? Yes, yes. What'd uh, you think? Me and the family binge watched it. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like, why did it have to be 13 episodes? Mm. You know, it's like they maybe had enough story for half that. Yeah. But I remember my 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 when the 13th was done, my daughter jumped off of the couch and said, I hated it. I hated everybody. <laughs> everybody was stupid. Yeah. The only character I, I started to like was Ward. <laughs> so... And that's kind of like how we feel. I mean, I don't know. If, Who's I'm Ward? Happy. Which one's Ward? Yeah, see, <clears throat> Ward was the brother, Joy and Meet Ward, him. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he Mm-mm. was the he was the biggest dick starting out, but oh, it was like okay. midway. But it was like midway through the sh- the series. You know, it was mm-hmm. like Spencer and Rachel. It's like, are we starting to actually like Ward? Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. Are we relating to him because everybody else is so awful? You know, yeah. Danny is. Yeah, it. it no, I, I couldn't recommend it. And George, I guess you're the most familiar with Iron Fist history than yeah. any of us. Uh, did did <clears throat> any of this come back? Is this anything similar to the original origin? Or he was he was uh, in he was, in, uh, Kun, <coughs> was it Kun Lee or what was Kun Loon? Kun Loon, that's right. In the original Iron Fist, uh, yeah. They it plays out kind of like the same thing. They were okay. his 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 parents didn't die, uh, die in a crash. In fact, he watched his mother get torn apart by wolves, uh, trying to save his life so that he could escape and and finally wind up in in Kun Loon. Yeah. Um, this is a terrible. It was terrible. Uh, it's it was, sad. and and I wrote. I have been looking forward to this so much, so much. Mm-hmm. And and I wrote on our message boards. I I did my own pros and cons. And I, under pros, I had Colleen Wing, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like and, her so far, yeah. And and the cons were, you know, the, uh, I'll, re- I'll just read my cons real quick. Number one, Finn Jones does not have the presence or skill to pull off being a series lead. Oh. Yeah, that was a big miscast. Uh, right the, 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 the mediocre writing that even is more painfully and unforgivably obvious with, with him as trying to be a lead. And he looked flat alongside uh, – or he will look flat alongside uh, like all the other people on the Defenders. Hmm. I mean, he's just going to look uninteresting next to them. Uh, we see way too little of Kun Loon. We needed to see more of it. We didn't hardly ever see it. And to tease Shu Lao, the Undying, you know, the big dragon that Iron Fist actually got his powers from, so so many times in the series. And then the payoff is we see a, a, a pair of red eyes in a flashback. That's it. Uh, I mean, no. I, 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 it was a big middle finger. Uh, all three Meachams, Ward and then Dad. Um, Are those Dad actual characters in the book? Yeah, the mediums okay. are from the book, uh, but they're so boring and dull and uninteresting in here, mm-hmm. and they take up so much goddamn of the show. What about uh, the what about the girl that he uh, 
in the TV show. Is she a character in the comics? Colleen Wing? No, 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 not not, not the martial artist. The uh, the the girl that he w- has a childhood fan was it? He broke. Yeah, she's her- one of the major. She's in there. All the all three of those people are in the story or in the comics. Okay. Yeah, they're they're from they're from the story. Did that? Did um, that was that in the original Marvel premiere or is it Iron Fist solo no. book? Or where where is that stuff? Uh, I think I think the dad may have been whose name I can't remember now, but I think he mm-hmm. was in he may have been in, in the Marvel premiere. Um, okay. but yeah, they're recurring characters in that story. Okay. I need to read um, some of those early ones, early Iron Fist we, stories. We didn't, we didn't get a Danny Misty relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the thing. I mean, the actress that plays, uh, uh, that plays, uh, uh, Misty, she's, a, she's, she's older than Finn Jones's character by, I think like seven years, but she's also a way better actress. Mm-hmm. To to really work well with him, I think in a in a romantic relationship. I mean, even even in those scenes with Colleen Wing and Danny, I'm like, uh, this is like watching Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't. One of these kids is doing his own thing. You yeah. know, um, so we didn't have that, uh, and I, I I hate that. I hate that I have not. In a time where, where where diversity is such a hot button issue, you would think that the that the Marvel characters who had the first interracial kiss in comics hmm. would be able to get a spotlight. Hell no, hell no. Jeff Loeb has decided we we just don't need it. Uh, they spill all that time building up Madame Gal, and then piss all over that with this confusing hodgepodge of crap revelations that go nowhere. Because I think they were trying to be clever and then realized they really weren't as smart as they thought. There's only really a couple of wow moments uh, with the fight choreography. The kite, the fight choreography looked look looked sluggish and slow compared to uh, like Daredevil. You know, um, the series it, it takes an agonizing amount of time to move on from point A to point B. Jessica Jones mm-hmm. before this, I mean, it was a slow ass show, and I said this before. It's like it's a typical Bendis. But the, you know, the payoff and the ending was good. It wrapped it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, but they they had maybe eight episodes stretched over thirteen. This mm-hmm. one had less stretched mm-hmm. over thirteen. Yeah. Um. There's there's no point in Claire Rosario Dawson being in there as long as she is. Yeah. Um. They did, needed. Did a he? Video. You can spoil it for me. Does he ever get the suit? No. He. Oh. And that's that's my tenth point. Hang okay. on, I'm getting to there. Oh god. Uh, but they needed a cameo to set up how, how Danny would meet the others. You know, she's yeah. she's like the way that she's, she's like the, the connection for all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that should have been Misty, mm. and the lack of because Misty is also connected to Colleen Wing. Misty is and Colleen Wing are our partners. Yeah. Uh, the lack of anything resembling a costume. He spends half the show wearing hobo rags. <laughs> yeah. The other half dressed like David Letterman with the, with a dress suit and sneakers. Mm. And that's it. And it's it, and with that perm. <laughs> no, and it's it's not good. It, they should be embarrassed by that. And and honestly, the series does not warrant a, a second a second season. No, not at all. At, not all. at all. I just it's just how 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 do they just? I mean, you know, and their casting has been so spot on. You go, man, and that you know, I was like, I'm well, the one that comes to mind is John Barenthal as the Punisher or whatever. He's like, man, they just nail it, and then they just <clears> get <throat> Iron Fist so wrong. I just. I don't get it. I mean, it makes uh, me hopeful because we still have a Punisher series coming, Jr. Yeah. yeah, that that makes me hopeful. But this was ass. Yeah, and it, and the same guy that's still running this is the guy that's doing Inhumans for them, the series on ABC. So God help us. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's see. 
This was an odd one. Uh, T gone 5679. J.R. George and Brad, while looking up the Zack Snyder Batman raped in prison interview, I came across okay. an article about Bruce Banner almost getting raped at the YMCA from the Hulk mag written by Jim Shooter. Are you guys familiar with this story and your thoughts? I uh, remember this one because I bought this ramp. I bought a lot of the Rampaging Hulk magazines uh, at a flea market when I was a kid. And I thought it would just be regular Hulk stories because I'm like, oh, it's got Hulk in it, but it's in a bigger format. Oh, no, yeah. Those... So I'm reading through this probably about age 10. And, um, yeah, the Hulk almost gets raped in a YMCA bathroom. Odd. That's my only – yeah, I'm familiar with it. It's just an odd, odd thing that happened. Dude, all those Marvel black and whites were off yeah. the hook, man. You had titties and Conan. You, you had nudity, yeah. You had yeah. titties and uh, Dracula. It yeah. was it was yeah. off the hook, man. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, familiar with that story. Frontier. Uh, location. No idea. To the gang. Who would you say are the best and worst editors to have edited or handled Spider-Man and why? Oh, God. Best, uh, I think, Editor-in-Chief Jim Shooter and Tom DeFalco. Uh, what do you guys think? Mm, I'm struggling with that one, to be honest. Stan Lee? <laughs> yeah, Stan Lee. Stan Lee and Roy Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I, I think... Uh, uh, we may criticize Mr. Wacker, but he got all the trains out on time, as we've often said. Well, uh, and, and he got it out three times editing, a month. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not giving him any credit for anything. Sorry, okay, okay. Danny Fingeroff, I thought did a pretty mm. decent job. Fingeroff um, was strong. Yeah, I have um, interviewed him. He's he, nice. He guy. was better than Owsley. Owsley, I think, just got too much of the pressure got to him. Owsley seems like uh, like Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Was it Owsley or uh, Fingeroff that? Um, I liked, if it was an editor decision, I liked it, how they made each spider book different. Like, Webb was traveling, Spec was dark, and Amazing was the main book. I liked uh, that. that. That was Owsley that yeah. did that initially. I liked that. But then but then Owsley effed it up when he got rid of DeFalco and Friends. Yeah. Which was one of the, yeah, it was one of the stupider things ever done in Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Who- when they, when he, when he kicked them off. Unceremoniously, uh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot. There was a lot of fill-ins in between uh, Friends and DeFalco, and what was the next group? It, it was uh, McFarlane and Michelini. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Housley <clears throat> slash Priest claimed that uh, Jim Shooter made him fire DeFalco. Hmm. That Shooter told him to do it. Yeah, and that yeah. he was resisting the whole. I mean, I, again, I don't know. That's just that's just in his article. Like, like why I don't talk about Spider Man or whatever. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jr.? Who do you, who do you not like? And oh, who's the worst Spider Man editor? Uh, oh my lord! I mean, you know, you really don't think much about editors. I mean, I really exactly. don't think much about editors. We, we, I mean, you we, know, we've you been talk critical about of Finger off. Yeah. Fingeroth was the guy who came up with the robot parents, wasn't he? You know, and it, it wasn't uh, that what Mick Michelini, well, yeah. No, well, what that fr- uh, well, Michelini was writing it, but I mean, wasn't it frustrating him because you know Fingeroth wouldn't say whether or not the parents were real? Mm. You know, and so they just kept you know spinning their wheels with that plot. So that's true. <laughs> we, we comment on we comment on Low is misses a lot of consistencies, like that character was. Uh, 
lot heavier in a previous issue. Oh, Rita Clarkson, the one yeah. we just thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I, I as an editor, I, I, I wouldn't have approved Slot's uh, storyline to go into make him Iron the Spider-Man to be the Tony Stark of the universe. I would not approve that idea. But yeah, I, I think that wasn't that that went above Lowe's head. Oh, you think it did? I, I really do because I think that I think they there was a a want to mm-hmm. get. Uh, Miles Morales to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. So that that's, that's more better. Alonzo? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I really think so. Yeah. Okay, uh, Serial Lover from Santa Ana, California to George and JR. Has the general public always thought of Peter Parker as the teen hero, even though he hasn't been a teenager in the main comics for a long time, and will they ever see him as an adult? General public. Good question. Uh, I don't know that the general public thinks of him one way or the other, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they know Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can, and you know <laughs> maybe they know him as Tobey Maguire. I I don't know how they perceive him. Who was in college for most of the, most well, of yeah. the movies. Yeah, you, you have to look at how the general public, and by general public, we're talking about people who don't read comics, yeah. uh, have, have been exposed to him over the years. Uh, the first incarnation, he was a grown man working at the Daily Bugle, and, th- and that was in the, the TV show. Well, I, I, I take that back. That was the second incarnation. The first one was uh, was, the, was the cartoon in the sixties. Uh, he was in college then, wasn't he? It, he was, and he had a, and he had Spider Man had a deep man voice. <laughs> oh yeah. And then and then yeah. they were showing us a grown ass man in the uh, in the the seventies live action series. And then in Amazing Friends, he was in college. Amazing Friends, he was in college. Uh, what was ninety show? He was in college. Yeah. See. Uh, so, so the teenage thing is really a thing that ha- started happening under Quesada with Ultimate Spider-Man and Bendis. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. then, people weren't clamoring or, or thinking of Spider-Man as a uh, as a teenager anymore. But that's that, that ties back into the Brevert, the wrong-headed, asinine Brevert manifesto that said uh, that you know that, that Spider-Man is about youth. And, and you know, to which I counter, well, that proves you know jack shit about Spider-Man. The 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 theme is responsibility. Yeah, Spider-Man should be all about responsibility. Stan Lee puts it out for you in the goddamn first story in fifteen pages. <laughs> what Spider-Man should be. Yeah, that so, just took six six months or yeah six months so, six issues. Or- so really, the whole teenage thing that comes from the Jameis Quesada era. That's that we're stuck with that. Like and that now. is the last nearly twenty years. Yeah. yeah, we're stuck with that like herpes. Jeter <laughs> uh, herpes. Thanks, Quesada, uh, for the herpes. Simbi Bio Bro from Canada. That is, that is uh, Eddie from Oh Ryan Ed- Eddie Edmonds. Oh, okay, cool. From this her, is for George. Her. Let's say Stegron had a change of heart, deciding it was his place to protect the inferior mammals of Earth. How quickly? How quickly would the superior Stegron become the biggest hero in the Marvel no. universe? You know, I was talking to Jeff over at StegronFans.net, <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, see, originally when I had intended, when I read this question, and I and I figured I would try that gag again, in my head it was because Ashley was here, and Ashley was going to fall for it. No, that's great. The, great. Way that, the way that McNulty did the first time. That's so funny. Uh, but, of course, now, you know, Ashley's, Ashley's in REM sleep by now. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not ever going to say Superior Stegron. 
Well, who's uh, who's getting a call at two in the morning? And uh, <laughs> where somebody is. The, the um, hotel front desk is. Yeah, uh, but no, I, I, I need some I towels in room seven four three. Um, I, I, I Stegron would never would never have a change of heart and decide it's time to protect the primitive apes. I mean, he never, he never would. <laughs> that would be out of character for Stegron. It's like, what, what if Dr. Doom suddenly decided, you know, I've been a real dick lately. And, uh, I'm going to cry. I think maybe I'm, I, I think I may be going to build hospitals, <laughs> you know, around the world. I mean, it's just not, you know, I reject the premise. Um, are you a, any interest in, uh, Stegron in the Venom book coming up? Stegron in what? In the Venom book. He's going to be in Venom. The question answers itself, Brad. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, Lord Alford. Uh, Dark Mark, if you will. Dark okay. Mark. Crazy Town Banana Pants. And him and Mets did a great job. With, uh, the, they're putting together a, uh, the top 50 storylines from the Crawl Space staff. And I appreciate you guys doing that. And they just did y'all send? Did you, did y'all uh, submit stuff for that? I did. I did. Everybody did. Yeah. I, I no. didn't. I didn't have time for it. Oh, you did. I did. No, I, I couldn't. Get around didn't to it. either. No, I didn't. I told. <clears throat> I, no, I didn't. I said that uh, if I ever decide to revive my Moribund series, I prefer to yeah. reserve those stories. That story for myself. Okay. Wait, wait. Uh, check that out. It's it's uh, cool. Uh, Dark Mark says, a.k.a. Lord Halford, Rebecca London is being touted as a possible new love interest for Spider-Man and Spec Spidey, the new title coming out. And I all, I think we all agree that Mary Jane is who fits best with Peter, and I believe that eventually, but not for a long time, the story will eventually return. Despite what Slot says, Marvel knows that MJ sells, or else they wouldn't be using her on variant covers and such. That's for goddamn sure. Hell yeah, that's right. In the meantime, could you be happy with a fill-in like Rebecca, Bobby, or someone else? And I think Peter has shown in the past that this is part of his character. With his dalliances with Deb Whitman, Mar- Marcy Kane, Felicia Hardy, Lisa Skye. Okay, she was just in a hostess ad, but Sissy Ironwood and others. Could you enjoy a love interest that was not Mary Jane? No. No. And and I've, I, I, privately, like, uh, in conversations with other people, I've referred no. now to Rebecca London as placeholder. Hmm. Um, I, I, my, my new thing with her is that... Uh, I'm saying Rebecca, and then I just insert any random UK town name. Like I'll start calling her Rebecca Liverpool at some point, <laughs> uh, because since she's going to be the the next Carly Cooper. Here, here, no. here, here's the problem: Rebecca London comes in. She's already got the the deck stacked against her. We know jack all about this character. It's, we already know where it's headed. Well, that is true. We already know where the relationship's headed. Brad. It's up to the writer to make us care about this character, like the writers have made us care about Mary Jane over the years. It the potential is there. Yes, Rebecca London could be the best thing to ever happen to Peter the only Parker. girlfriend that people have really cared about for Peter post uh, post one more day has been Anna Maria, mm-hmm. and that was because you, and that was Otto's girlfriend, not really Peter's. Yeah. Um, or am I wrong on that, Jr. and Zach? No, you're not. You're not. The, uh, uh, and what? Go ahead. But but would you no, concede wrong. to the fact, George, that a good writer could make Rebecca London a potential give Mary Jane a run for her money? No, give her a run for her money? Oh hell no! Give her no. a run? For, no, because well, the, she Mary, Mary Jane has a fifty year lead on her. 
dude. Yeah, Mary Jane has so much has so yeah. much back history with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. No, uh, the people want to see them together. It's why Renew Your Vows is being look at look at the look at the reviews that want that Renew Your Vows got. Mm-hmm. While while people are erroneously giving uh, higher reviews to like uh, slot stuff on ASM. Mm-hmm. We we got we got higher grades, or at least I recall. It seemed like we got higher grades from around the web on the Renew Your Vow stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. And the and, thing is, Mary Jane. I'm sorry, George. No, yo, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was about to say. And the thing is, in the course of the comics, Mary Jane became Peter's best friend. Yes. And then his wife. And regardless of, I mean, that really, and seeing Peter with any other woman, it seems like he's fooling. To me, it still yes. seems like he's fooling around on his wife. Yep. Yep. But but Mary but Mary Jane became his best friend and and I have a hard so let's not even talk about love interest you know you know who who else is going to become Peter's best friend a person that he almost would trust with all of his secrets that would and take years to do exactly it, it's not going to happen so no yeah. I mean it's it's it, it's not going to happen it's awkward like when you have like when you're friends with a couple mm-hmm. and for years and years for decades since school or whenever and then they get divorced. Mm-hmm. Or they break up, and then like, you see them with someone else. I mean, think of how, you know what I'm talking about. It's weird. Yeah. And suddenly you're like, it's like you're seeing it, but you can't put it together in your head. You're like, what? What, it, what even is this? Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. like that. I mean, it's just it, it. It. Any girl they try to put him up with, including Mockingbird, mm-hmm. uh, it's alien. It's foreign and it doesn't feel right. It feels awkward. It doesn't feel organic, and that's because he has so much good history. Sorry, Marvel, good history with Mary Jane, and Marvel knows this. They're just they will never admit it. What What if we set her up to go with another character? Like, what if we really love this character? What if we love Rebecca? I, what, uh, she she could be a potential what, glory. What if what if I she fart could, out a billion dollars? <laughs> I'm just saying we have the hell. Butt, you can know? you name a character that's been introduced to the supporting cast that we like that's still around besides Anna? Besides Anna, no. Yeah. Max Modell, no. Here's I mean think J- about this. J- think, J- think about this real quick. Yeah. Name me a character other than Anna Maria, a slot character, mm-hmm. a slot introduced character. Name me another character that you could kill off that would have as much or more impact than killing off Anna Maria. I I don't have one. Go. And I'm trying I'm trying to think how far back do we have to go to the supporting cast? Well, Carly Cooper was in that. Oh, Carly Cooper is a dance lot creation. How, how far back do we have to go to the supporting cast that one has stuck around? Felicia. That that was seventy nine, dude. No, no, no. Well, he was still dating Felicia in the eighties. No, dude. I'm, I'm talking. I'm not talking about love interest. I'm just talking about supporting cast that stuck around. Oh, like Gloria Grant is in the early seventies. Yeah. Uh, Silver Sable has stuck around, and she's from the Eddie Brock has stuck around. Um, I I don't think. Can you name anybody in the nineties that's still here? Car- cardiac, maybe, but cardiac, yeah, carnage. Carn- yeah, Carnage. Yeah. What about the 2000s? No one. I can't name one. Hang on. Just like it, like I think Jr. said. Moreland. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Moreland's still around. Maybe one. It sounds like one or two a decade. 
here's the, here's the thing. I yeah. mean, when, when the character's been around this long, mm-hmm. there's stuff that people like, and there's stuff that there's stuff that that the stories have focused on continually, again and again, because people like them. That's what they got the yeah. best response on. There's a reason why Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery is really, at the end of the day, is really just a handful of strong characters. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if we're being honest, yeah. Uh, and, and it's because those are. That's the ones that 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 resonated with fans. That fans wanted to see again and again. They didn't resonate with effing Big Wheel. <laughs> no. it, it didn't resonate with Sissy Ironwood. Yeah. And Dark Mark also says the name of uh, that Stegron sh- series should be called Stegron Lethal Protector. No. <clears throat> Just combining all things George hates Stop. with something he loves. Big Al from my cat's name is Felicia's as location. <laughs> I just I love how they just mess with me on this location. It's never we never find out where they actually live. Uh, to Brad, maybe George, because they don't want to know where you. live. I guess they don't. I do. We could we could find out where they live. We have their IP address. Stop, stop, Big Brother. <laughs> That's uh, not creepy at all. Yeah, Big Al. How, Brad, how do you how do you Brad, how do you think we found what's his name from freaking Spidey? Brad, George, and Jr. As longtime fans who've seen Marvel change over time, in your opinion, has Bendis. Overall, oh. been a positive or negative influence on the comics creativity, creativity, create creatively, <laughs> creativity. Not financially speaking. Personally, I rather feel he's hurt things much more than he's helped. What do you guys? I'll think? let Jr. and uh, Jack go first. Well, first of all, uh, I don't think Bendis has had much of it. I mean, Bendis hasn't done anything with the regular Amazing Spider-Man, has he? I don't know. I think think his time is... He put him in Avengers, and we're seeing the end results of that. I think, ultimately, I'd almost have to say negative because he's hung around too long. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like like they get hard and they know the arteries. I don't know. I like Dark Avengers, though. I mean, he was one of the guys that really seemed to have a handle on Norman. You know? I mean, he really did. That Dark Avengers title was awesome. I mean, for the most part, until then, they all decide to throw into the shitter with Siege and everything. But uh, um, and Dark Adventures was kind of played off with. Didn't Ellis do that? Ellis but, did that with Thunderbolts, right? And then it spit off into. Dark. And then it spit off oh, yeah. into Dark. Didn't Bendis the one that took uh, that took Norman away from Spider Man and made him uh, yeah. basically like uh, like the, the new Nor- big bad of the of the Marvel universe? Like, ben, like yeah. Luther. Bendis also took Mary Jane into the Iron Man title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he said that they weren't because they weren't using her. It's like, it's here's true. this great character that they're not going to use. Yeah. And then he doesn't really do much with her anyway. That's so. true, too. Um, here's the thing about Bendis. Bendis had served a very uh, distinct, deep purpose. Mm-hmm. But his, his use, I mean, even even when he came in on X-Men and did the, the all-new X-Men um, <clears throat> with, the, with the original five cast, mm-hmm. was, was, was good. But it's one of those things with Bendis is... That it seems like every time with Bendis takes over something, he has to overexert himself and overstretch himself. Yeah. Um, his Ultimate Spider-Man's been okay, but it's nowhere near to the level it was when when him and Bagley were doing it. The th- I, so, I, I I think that sums up Bendis very well. I I've been uh, kept, uh, over spring break. I was reading a lot of books. I bet you I read like a hundred comic books on my back that have been sitting on the shelf that I've been meaning to get to. And I I went through uh, a lot, like maybe ten issues of Bendis's Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh God, he did not and, impact that book by the way. And and I'm that is the book that's aff- affected by him being too stretched. They they did they did a storyline called Grounded, and basically the Star Lord's ship blows up, so they're stuck on Earth. 
And that book is so padded. Uh, they they did they they each issue was spotlights a different character on the team. The best one mainly because I love Ben Grimm was the Ben Grimm one, but they did a Groot one. It just felt like filler. And, oh yeah, and, well he's batting for the trade. He, I, oh well, that's true. That's where, that's where the that's where the that's ben, where the bread's buttered. Dude. Ben, Bendis's biggest contribution, I think, or two contributions, are Miles Morales, which I think will be around in another ten to twenty years, if not longer. And, that, and, will, that will exist two or three years past Bendis, and then it's gone. I do oh, disagree strongly. Disagree strongly. Yeah, especially strong. with him being in the movie, that animated movie. Oh, we're going to be talking about Miles. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how well the animated movie actually does. I think that the, there's a lot of people who think that the audience for this kind of thing is a lot bigger than it actually is. Mm. I think we'll, we will speak strongly of Miles as we do Miguel. I think he he's one of the major additions to the Spider-Man, for lack of a word, not clone, but family, the Spider family. Sure. Uh, okay. But and, who and outside all, the general all, public, who in the general public knows who Miguel O'Hara is? No one knows who that the, is. The people that 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 read uh, the brief article on CNN about oh Spider-Man's <laughs> black now, and then they forget about it a year later, the, so that the same news agencies run the exact same goddamn thing a year later. The other addition that Bendis will be remembered for is putting Spider-Man on the Avengers permanently. That and, has been negative, and that that's, yeah. That's well, it, it's that long it, outlived its part. Well, I mean, they they're putting that they're using that concept in the movies, and everyone. No, now, whoa, 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 stop. Uh, what? Stop! 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 You're assuming he's going to be an Avenger again. Well, he was in the Civil War as a sort of Avenger with the. Uh, well, he is going to be in Infinity War. So. Yeah, he's going to be. In- he is going to be in Infinity War. You and know if who that else and if that leads War? to, I, I think if before Bendis did that, an Avengers movie wouldn't even been talking about Spider-Man. You know, you know who else is going to be in, a, in an Infinity War? Hulk and Spider-Man. the Guardians of the Galaxy. Are they Avengers? No. no. But you'll, being being an Avengers Infinity does not necessarily mean you're going to be an Avenger. All right, let's move on to Adam S. <laughs> Y'all hate me when I was when if, I if Bendis like that, it, it helped put Spider-Man and Hulk on the big screen. Thank you very much. I, I just want to see that. Too. And if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be so disappointed. Why and, is why is that a Bendis thing? Because Bendis put Spider-Man on the Avengers and made it a permanent. Okay, game. all right, all right, gotcha. San Diego, California, Adam S. To the gang, if you've read it, what are your thoughts on the real Clone Saga limited series by Tom oh. DeFalco and Howard Mackey? I think we Zach don't. gets that one. <laughs> uh, well, you can see, first of all, you can see my reviews on the front page. Um, yeah. If you go in the, in the Spider-Man miniseries, that was in 2009, so uh, I, I went and reorganized all the miniseries to Thank have, you so for you that, easily, by the way. <laughs> you're welcome. We, so you can easily navigate through that. We interviewed DeFalco uh, and Mackey uh, about that miniseries, if I remember correctly. Yep, you yeah, did, yeah. and uh, it was a really good interview. Um, yeah, uh, Jared, did you did you pick it up? No, I burned stole part of it. It nothing, nothing. I I never believed for a minute that it was it was as advertised. It was advertised as you know, oh, here's how the Clone Saga really would have gone. Mm-hmm. And then as you go through, it, it's like, no, no, it wouldn't have gone this way. No. Way. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, yeah. It was just based off the like a very bare basic outline. If it was yeah. written by uh, Howard Mackey, then it was <laughs> it wasn't very. It, there wasn't a Did, whole lot of depth to it. Who was the artist? Was it Knock? Todd Knock. Yeah, yeah. We're just talking, singing his praises a while back. 
Yeah, it was really. Good. I mean, there were some cool moments in that miniseries where you you see Ben Ben uh, Ben and and Peter in their both in their respective Spider Man costumes swinging through the city. That was kind of I a think, cool moment because uh, it's been a, what that. nearly ten years since it came out. Uh-huh. Um, how did that end? Did Ben Riley drive off in a motorcycle or ride off in a motorcycle? Yep. Yeah, yep. he didn't die. Have- okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think there was talk of a sequel to that too, but I don't think it came. There was about. talk about um, if it oh. if it sold well, there would be a series. Oh yes, based off yes. Mackie, I Mackie emailed me there something about that. How they want to do a ongoing uh, Ben Riley series ten years ago. Oh, God. Supposedly there was a pitch. Yeah, there was a made. pitch, that, but it wasn't bought up. It was Wacker. It was Wacker turned it, was it down. Made. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That that would be a Ben Riley series you would be happy about. It'd be no, a, it, it'd be it'd be like renew your vows in its uh, its own side universe. But yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see. We already talked about cheese and Wolf Cyper uh, <laughs> location. You lied to me, Hoopy Goldberg. Uh, his his location used to be way different. I guess so. I don't know Hoopy Goldberg. That's Goldberg. the guy that was like the the location was you know. Oh yes, dirty. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> Zach. I'm sorry. Uh, clone conspiracy happened. I mean that this truly. <laughs> Let's uh, say I ask you what are your three favorite Ben Riley Clone Saga era and oh Kane, good God, Kane Chris Yo stories and why to take the bitter out of the sweet. All right, so uh, Ben uh, Riley. Clone Saga era would be uh, really simple. Uh, Lost Years. Yeah, that's good. Um, Redemption mm-hmm. by Devoteus McLeod and uh, Zach. And Spider Man 75. Spider Man so what? Pretty Peter oh, Parker, Spider Man 75. Oh, the, the, the end of the Clone Saga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Re- Revelations. Got it. Uh, let's see. And Kane stories. The first Kane, the first four Kane issues. Um, of that series, yeah, uh, I liked. Um, there was a one shot issue sixteen uh, mm-hmm. called the Good Old Fashioned Rodeo. That was a lot of fun. Where um, <laughs> where Kane and everybody go to the Houston the Houston Rodeo, and uh, the the, the te- Texas Twister arc actually um, was pretty entertaining too. So I liked that Kane. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not the Texas Twister. Uh, the um, the twelfth issue. Which was the Christmas issue, which was great. Mm, I do remember that, where, where he beats up a bunch of Santa Clauses for reasons. That was funny. I like that book, uh, Mister Metz. To all, which Spider-Man writer do you prefer, and why? J.M.D. Mateus or Roger Stern? Roger Somebody Stern is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I already know Sorry. what Jr. is going to say. I do too. Go ahead, Jr. Reaffirm what we think you know. We know. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, with me, Roger Stern. Yeah. George, uh, yeah, it's it's Stern. Um, I didn't dislike J.M. DeMatteis, uh His run, his his stories. I didn't dislike them at all. Um, I I enjoyed them. I just think Stern, his was a little more peel the onion back his style. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more of a psychological take. And Roger Stern was just more boilerplate superhero stuff, yeah. which I that's it's what and, I prefer. And the Hobgoblin arc. Well, oh yeah, Stern Stern is the oh. one that started the whole Hobgoblin thing. Uh, Stern is best known for the Hobgoblin arc. Diamateus best known for Craven's Last Hunt, and they're two separate, uh, different stories. I mean, one's very much like you said, inside your head, which is Craven, and shotgun to the head, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Jr.'s favorite Mad Dog Ward. 
Oh yeah. Why do you prefer Stern, uh, <laughs> Jr.? Well, Demetrius had a way of really going off the ranch. Stern would tell. I mean, Stern told his stories. You know, Demetrius, for some strange reason, felt that every villain was the product of bad upbringing, and he would just mm-hmm. go on and on. And you know, I mean, it wasn't just the this 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 might this ridiculousness with vermin or whatever, but it was, you know, anything. You know, I mean, he, he tried. Uh, he just, I don't know what his issues were. But uh, I don't know. He just there was a part of him that just had to like keep probing into these uh, <laughs> these people's psyches, you know. And it's like these people are just evil, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry, it ain't a matter of not getting enough hugs. They're evil, you know. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. So, but I think we could all conclude that both are great writers. I mean, as opposed to we would love a Demetrius or Stern. Uh, I like written, Stern, but written, I, I, written amazing I, right now. Right, I like Stern. I, I prefer Demetrius, but that's just because I, I like getting in the heads of the characters more. Okay, I, I'm going to go Stern also, but I, I like both of them a lot. You can't go wrong with your one. Exactly. TNR 105 location, Mister Rogers' neighborhood. He has an awesome avatar. Oh, a Stegron riding a T Rex. Hell, what, yeah, Mister Stegron fan. What is that from? Uh, that's from that Marvel team up. Uh, nice. I, I, I'm not sure if it's the first or second part. I want to say it's from it's. It looks like they're in New York instead of the Savage Land. So I'm guessing that's mm-hmm. the second part where him and uh, T'Challa. Remember where T'Challa mm-hmm. had to save Spider Man from falling to his death after he oh, got knocked off. I uh, think so. Yeah. With the tail, with Stegron's tail. You don't mess with it, man. Don't mess with it. There's no, Spider-Man has no answers for the tail. <laughs> to JR, I asked George this on the front page, but I'm also curious as to what your thoughts are on the matter. Obviously, we weren't going to go back to the Osbournes again on film, but in a perfect world, do you think you'd prefer it if Michael Keaton was playing Norman? While the question itself is rather short and to the point, I do have some reasoning behind it. No, I don't, and okay. I don't have to yeah, read this he's... part on the air. But there you go. Right, right. No, you're I, asking I, 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 to read more. It's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, Michael yeah, Keaton is Norman. More Michael. You know, after seeing Michael Keaton here is in this on the trailer, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, oh God, he would have been a great Norman. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's. It's a shame. I mean, they're probably not going to bring him back. Um, but uh, and then the the second question had to do with you know instead of Junkie, you know if if Harry was the best friend and confidant of Peter in the Homecoming movies. No, no, no. I, I don't think so. And and Harry dying, you know, and that being what solidified the battle between Norman and and Peter. No, no. I just I just don't. And at at three forty five in the morning, I don't feel like <laughs> elaborating further. And, you, um, you, you know, it, it, <coughs> on film, it, it's very redundant. I mean, it's redundant. We're getting three different Spider-Men in 20 mm. years. But to go back to the Goblin Well, even you're tired of it, you think? And if it's not going to be done right, then yeah, I don't want to see it done at all. That's true. Yeah. 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 I agree. Uh, and I just, I'm, not conv- I'm not convinced. I mean, for I mean, as, as much as we griped about the Power Ranger uh, – <laughs> That honestly, that that cartoony take on the goblin is is mm-hmm. I don't. This is the best we've gotten. <laughs> it's going to be. It, we're not going to get better than that. Probably. We're not going to. No. 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 Uh, TNR one hundred five did say something in the hidden text that Brad doesn't want to read. Um, <laughs> but I think it, it's very important. Uh, yeah. He said, "I I do have to concede to George that a good writer would make Vulture a sinister threat, 
uh, and that uh, Keaton as an actor looks uh, to be the best part of this. Uh, I really just wanted to underscore that because basically he's saying that George is right. <laughs> of course, of course, because yeah. you know you gotta you gotta inflate Fr- that ego. Frickin' clown shoes posters up next. Location currently writing Stegron into battle against the crawl space panel. <laughs> okay, you don't write Stegron. Stegron writes you. Yeah, huh? baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, oh Freaking clown shoes says to the gang, <laughs> with how horribly downhill the stories at Marvel are going, yes. is it possible to save the Marvel universe with both a wide scale reboot and a complete change of regime? Anything's possible. Hold on. Yeah. Next question. Uh, 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 you'd have to have you. I don't know that you necessarily have to have a reboot. I agree. Uh, I, I think good writers could maybe fix some of the horrible things that have been done, yep. and a lot of it could be fixed just by ignoring crap. Mm-hmm. Um, like we ignore Teen Tony. You can't ignore a deal with the devil, though. That but, needs yeah, to be there, addressed. There's certain stuff in Spider-Man that yep. it's, it's going to take a team of people to fix. Yep. But all of it is immaterial unless you have a complete change in, in, le- right. in leadership. Yep. And that's – so it's yep. – it, 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 it's kind of moot to talk about anything unless you first talk about a complete sweeping yeah. from Dan Buckley on down. Yeah. No, from Chris. Screw it, from Quesada on down. Yeah. Uh, of personnel at Marvel, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. Aziz, uh, me- location Mega City One, Batman sixty six had the animated film to celebrate its fiftieth anniversary, and I want one for the sixty seven cartoon. Do you? Sure. Did y'all see that the Batman sixty six? I stuff? haven't. I want to though. Is it good? It was cool. Oh, <laughs> nice. it I was hear really they're making. I hear they're making a sequel. They with, are with uh, uh, Mister Freeze, voiced by William Shatner. Um, it or, and it was no, a little... no, not not Mister Freeze. It's a character that's not been on that wasn't on the sixty six Batman show. What was it? Was it Freeze? Two Face. Two Face. That's right. It yeah. it was uh it was darker than I was ready for. Oh really. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I just saw the trailer and it made me sad how old the voices sound. But still, it's it's nice to it's have a, it. It was an enjoyable cartoon for yeah. someone who liked the Batman '66 oh, show, and too. for someone who liked those Batman cartoons that we got in the '70s. Oh yeah, I remember those with that Austin um, Burton voice. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah, you know, we kind of kind of got a. a, a I mean, we did. We had '67 Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. That was mm-hmm. nice to see. There's just not enough there with the 67 Spider-Man that yeah. – I, I mean because I can, I can list you – and I've, I've seen the entire run of Batman 66, and I've seen the entire run of the Spider-Man 67 cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can list you a trillion things that happened in Batman 66. Yeah. And I can't yeah. list you one goddamn specific thing that happened in 67 Spider-Man aside from a whole shitload of memes. <laughs> Just maybe Spider-Man's still sitting behind that desk. <laughs> the, whole, the, the 67, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, the 67 Spider-Man cartoon really went off the rails that third season or whatever when they had yeah. him fighting aliens. And yeah. and then they kept reusing the, they kept reusing footage and, and oh, villains yeah. and, you know, yeah, I mean. It'd the be, budget it, got cut in half. Yeah, I mean, it was, and Mysterio I, was a green-faced guy. And no, it's, no, Spider-Man 67, it, it, it's, it's contribution to Spider-Man. Spider-Man mythology was Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. does whatever a spider can. Yeah. At least, at least Spider-Man stay. moved, and that's as a where cartoon. It stay. Because remember, Jr. A lot of those cartoons didn't even move. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, some the well, Marvel superheroes. Yeah, yeah. I would personally, I would yep. like to see Spider-Man's Amazing Friends eighty-one. Let's continue that series a little bit. Let's not. Okay, <laughs> I'd I'd buy a three-issue mini for that. All right, our last question is from it's Michael Reed. Location didn't fill it out. To Jr. Woohoo! Do do you think Harry should no. find? Okay, no. <laughs> that's the episode, gang. Uh, no. Do you think Harry should finally learn Peter's secret again? I mean, no. it's, it'll finally no. give Harry an actual purpose in the books no. behind the whole goblin being my daddy. <laughs> and is no. he the goblin again? Shticked. He's had since he's been revived. With him knowing he can back Pete up, question his motives, no. can defend himself. The no. drama of him having to lie to his already broken remains of his family, like Liz and Normie. And no. lastly, it will be no. nice to see Norman... No worked up over Harry knowing if he ever finds no. out since Norman yeah. still doesn't remember Pete's identity. Also, can Pete finally have another person besides Anna Maria that he can talk to that's not no. a superhero? No. Okay, well, hang no. on. Let me let me pose the question to, the, to you this way, Jr. Mm-hmm. And Zach, since you're parroting Jr. Uh, exactly what Mr. Reed has just asked you. Mm-hmm. Put in a different writer other than Slot. Do you answer the same way? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Really? Oh, it's kind of stupid. I mean, it's it's stupid. Oh, you answered the same way. way Harry never figured it out. I got you. But you know, again, if he would ever, I mean, it would have to be something that happened organically in the story, not just you know Harry Mm -hmm. finds out. You know, I mean, it's it's, and, and right now, no. You know, I mean, I think Norman should be the Goblin again, and he should remember who Peter is, and. And I, 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 you know, I honestly, I honestly don't have much hope for Amazing Spider-Man. How, how does Peter not know that uh, Harry sent his fake parents back? How does he, does he not remember that story? I mean, no. Just, just, you know, like George was saying, you know, Spider-Man doesn't, you know, doesn't care the Kingpin had Aunt May shot. You know, it's yeah. like it's like the people who are writing Spider-Man now do not do not. You know, and I know that you can't say it about Slot because I know Slot knows his spider history. But mm-hmm. honest to God, the way a lot of these people write Spider-Man, you would think they haven't read Spider-Man. I'm, but think about that again. Let, let, let's examine that real quickly. Oh uh, no, well, no, let's no, 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 not not the guy's question about the Kingpin thing. Oh, uh, consider Black. Consider what, what what the Kingpin had done. Consider Back in Black. Is there any scenario? following Back in Black, in which you have the Kingpin and Spider-Man in the same room, and Spider-Man does not try to immediately kick the shit out of the Kingpin every time he sees him. Absolutely not. No, Absolutely, absolutely not. And so, frankly, if the Kingpin were smart, he would stay away from Spider-Man, knowing that, mm-hmm. you know, because the only re- the Kingpin kept effing with Spider-Man, because Spider-Man never, you know, he Spider-Man never, like, let go. You know, and, and I guess, you know, he always was, like, playing around with him. And then finally... You know, he sees the true might of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and he should. You know, it's like, okay, this is a dude I don't want to mess with again. Mm-hmm. But no, we don't get that. So. No, okay. All right, that's the last question. Thank you guys for staying up so late. It's nearly three a.m. in the Midwest. JR is going up on four a.m. Yes. Oh God! Wow. Yeah. That's a dedication, gang. All right, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>